Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. So Father, we thank you that you do miracles and there is no one else like you. We searched the world over, we couldn't find it because it doesn't exist because there's only one God and it's you. So, Father, we want to thank you in advance for everything that you purpose to do today. Your anointing is present. We thank you in advance that the Holy Spirit is present. He's the teacher. He's the guide. He takes the things of God and shows it to us. We thank you in advance that we're open and receptive to receive your truth, your healing, your anointing, your presence to be manifested in this service today. We thank you that everything that, that is spoken is of you. Because you said what you wanted to speak on. And I'm your servant, and I listen carefully to what you want to say. And I thank you in advance that I bind distractions, I bind anger and resentment that will try to manifest itself in people that, that came in today. So I just thank you in advance that you made it clear that we could cast our cares on you because you care for us. So we just give those things to you. We give those people to you. We give that incident to you. We give that ache to you. We give that resentment to you. We give that lack to you. And we receive your abundance. We receive your miraculous. We receive your presence to be manifested in such a way that that's, that thing just left. It can't stay here. It's in the wrong place. It has no authority here because you are Lord. You are Lord over the situation and the circumstance. You are Lord over our life when we submit to you because you've already figured it out. And all we have to do is walk in what you planned for us. We just need to talk to you, find out, go right or left. Because we know you're telling us the direction to go. But we think we know. But today we made a decision that we're not as smart as we think we are. Because we can't outsmart you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you all right? <laughs> what, what did he say? What did he say? He said he was all right? Okay. You had a check on him? She had a double check on him. What did your neighbor saying over here? Yeah? Okay. All right. They're paying attention. Glory, glory, glory. So welcome, guys. Welcome to you guys on social media. Feel free to, to give us a message, give us information about anything that we're talking about. Only what we're talking about. No, don't, don't send us something about last night's show. Send us about this one, this presence, this God is present. So let's do an opening confession. Y'all ready? Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me 
or hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you don't know, you ask. Uh, so the way we sung this morning, that was called acapella? Yeah. <laughs> there it is right there. I, I worked on that thing. I worked on it. I worked on it. See, sometimes you got to step out the box. You know, I, I just loved how as she was singing, the, the, the congregation got involved in this thing. They started to sing with her. When she got quiet, they got loud. Glory to God. Isn't that how it's supposed to be? Amen. When, when you feel a little, little faint, somebody else will lift you up. Amen? If I breathe okay, I'm excited. I'm excited about this mess. I got away from the car. <laughs> Put away yet. I got away from the car. That's a, but, but I want to talk about core values. I want to get up in the business. Amen? Y'all ready for this? <laughs> okay. All right. So, so let, let me give you an example. See, I put these two things together. Most of the time it's core beliefs. But I want to talk about two components that can work together or work against. Is that okay with you? So the question I want to ask you, well, 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 let me go ahead and say this first. All right, so a core. When we're looking at a core, a core belief is a deeply held belief that informs how we see ourselves and others. So th this is automatic. We ain't got to think about this. Whatever belief system you have, whatever core belief you have, you automatically see yourself in a certain way and you see others in a certain way. How many times do we know most of the time when we see ourselves, we're going to see others the way we see ourselves? <laughs> so innocent people don't stand a chance if you got an ugly view of yourself. Am I lying on anybody? Okay. <laughs> All right, so that's, that's what? Core belief. Now let's go to values. Values are individual beliefs that motivate people to act one way or another. I'm going to repeat it. Values. Individual beliefs. That means whose beliefs are they? That motivate people to act one way or another. So if you put a core belief, a core with values, you got some stuff on your hands. But if you're walking in light of God's word, what you see and how you act and how you respond is going to be different. But if you're not walking with him, and we get fleshly. Anybody ever got fleshly? Y'all ain't even got to raise your hand. I, I, I'm seeing everybody. I got my hands up. I got two hands up. But let's talk about this thing, core values. In Romans chapter 14, verse 19, in the Amplified, it says, So then, let us pursue with enthusiasm. How are we supposed to pursue? <laughs> with enthusiasm. Things which make for peace in the building up of one another. Things which lead to spiritual growth. Things which lead to spiritual growth. So check this out. Now, we're supposed to be excited, enthusiastic about making peace. When was the last time you had to make peace? Raise your hand. I'm not going to call on you to talk about it, though. Raise your hand the last time you had to make peace. Raise your hand if, okay, that's part one. Raise your hand if you made peace and you didn't feel like making peace because you didn't think it was your fault. Okay, see, a whole lot of people raise their hand about that one. <laughs> Then it goes on to say, Make peace in the building up of one another. Things which lead to spiritual growth. 
how many know when you operate in peace, not only are you growing, but the person you interact with has some growth. But, but, but maybe not the way we want it to grow. Am I lying on anybody? Because you had sacrificed yourself, didn't you? Because, you know, when we think we right, we right. And we're going to make sure you know we right. Am I lying on anybody? Okay, okay. All right, this, this side read it. Y'all, y'all read it. This side trying to be at peace with one another. <laughs> but spiritual growth, how important is spiritual growth? It's important to us. That, that, that's who we are. We're spiritual beings. And once we operate in who God called us to, life gets better. All right, so let's look values. Okay, so, so let's break it down. Okay, y'all, y'all want to write this one down. This, this is a thought process, okay? So values equal belief systems, okay? So it, if we said values, just write down guides and directs or guides and dictates. And we don't like a lot of dictating, but we don't want to talk to ourselves. Our beliefs allow us to be dictated to because what our beliefs say, what our values say is first you're going to see something. It's going to be the sight. And when you see something, you're measuring up, you're taking those values, and you're taking them and you're lining up with what you believe. Okay? So you see somebody walking with somebody else, and, and you know they're married. The first thing, now, depending on how you see yourself and others, you're going to say, okay, they must be messing around. Okay? Am I lying? On? No, y'all ain't got to raise your hand. I know that's what you think. And then, so, so you got the sight. You saw what happened. Next thing you did, you formed some thoughts. Those thoughts are good or the bad? Y'all talk to me. They bad. bad. <laughs> what do the bad thoughts say about seeing somebody with somebody else? Y'all can haul it out. You know you're wrong. Okay, okay, all right. Okay. Huh? They're going somewhere. <laughs> what else? I'm hollering it out. They're messing around. She's not even that cute. Oh, she was. Oh. <laughs> She's not even. Thank you for your honor. She's not even that cute. Huh? Somebody say yikes. Huh? Uh, we got a discussion over there. Bring it back over here. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. She said she's not even that cute. So can I get a third? I got, I got two. Can I get three, 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 three? There it is. Three right there. Okay? All right? And then so now that we got that thought established, then we're going to have some words. Now, now who are we going to tell these words to? Are we talking to ourselves or are we calling somebody else to talk to them about what we just saw? Uh-oh. Huh? All of the above. We're going to talk to ourselves and, and put that thing together? <laughs> then we're going to call somebody else. Who, who are you going to call? Your, your friend or what? Huh? His wife. Oh, she said he's going to call his wife. Yes, sir. Boy, boy. Man, y'all going in there. It's no mercy with you guys. Can we get some mercy, some grace, or something? No, no, we put that on somebody else. All right, so we got the words. We call them people up and, and calling them. <laughs> Mm-mm. And then we're going to behave a certain way. What, what kind of behavior? I mean, y'all clearly saying how y'all would do. Call, tell, explain. Oh, 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 say what? When you see him, you're going to give him the evi. Okay, okay. She said when she see him, she's going to give him the evi. And he didn't even see y'all, so he don't know why you're giving them the evi. So now he's going to go to his core values. What's wrong with her? What are you thinking about her? She never liked me anyway. She crazy? She got an attitude? And just came, it came from church. She jealous. Miss Lee, they going wild today. They're going wild. I can tell y'all operate in this. 
Oh! <laughs> and then what's the behavior? Y'all, y'all done got it so far. What's the behavior of, of you all? After y'all done called, checked, made thoughts about it. What else? Oh, you're going to act differently towards that person. Okay, so we're going to act different towards it. I appreciate y'all. Well, it's obvious that y'all know how this thing works then. Okay? Now, we're going to make some adjustments. We're going to get holy. Can, can we get holy? <laughs> Elizabeth, can we get holy? No, she says she hopes so. <laughs> Elizabeth says she hopes so. Now, remember about what values do they guide in the rack. So, show your morals. Principles of right and wrong. Your principles of right and wrong. We need God's principles, but for right now, we're operating on our principles. Is there an area where you need to have God's principles based off stuff you're dealing with? We're we talking about values. What is that area where we are looking at it from our perspective instead of his? And God did never, I mean, if I'm wrong, y'all help me. Help me out now. You know, I know people like to see whether the pastor misses somewhere. So I'm going to throw this one out at you. I mean, have you ever seen this scripture where God said that his way is easy? He said his burden is easy. He didn't say his way was easy. But it's sure. What's sure mean? Certain. It's going to happen the way he said it's going to happen. But our frustration comes based on our core values is when it's coming. Lord, I talked to you about this yesterday, and it's still the same. <laughs> What's taking you so long? You got all these angels, and here it is. You can't get it done within a day. I'm going to talk to anybody about your values, viewpoints, and perspectives. You got your own view, how the pastor should teach, what he should teach on. He's been talking about that, that, that message too long. Tired of hearing about it? Maybe if, if, if I miss church a couple of days, it, it'll be over. By the time I come back, he might be talking about something different other than the car or the engine or the brakes <laughs> or the PowerPoint or the power steering. But I'm talking about what values do. They guide and direct our viewpoint and our perspective. Have your perspective ever been wrong? Yes. Yeah? Would you admit it? Yes. Do, okay, I got one to say no, sir. <laughs> I got one to say, no, sir. Well, I'm not going to admit anything. I saw it the way I saw it, and it is the way it is. So have your values ever been wrong? Your core values, have they ever been wrong? Did it take you a long time to recover from those? Why, why, why it take so long? Well, no, okay, might come in, might come in. Okay, Nicole, see, I, I've been patient. Might come in your way. Just lift your hand up so she can follow you. He can follow you. What, what happened? Um, they were so deep that they had so many roots to them, things okay. that I didn't even know were conscious. Okay, all right. Okay, appreciate your honesty. Anybody else? You got one coming your way. Yeah, your viewpoints and perspectives, your, I, I, those things can be wrong. I, I, I didn't think speaking in tongues was good until I found out how powerful it was. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm from a certain background church. Y'all, y'all know what background? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as a result of that, man, you know, that, that, that's some weird stuff over there. Then when I found out how real it was, how peaceful it was, how it gave you the edge. See, see, sometimes we can change names and stuff. I call the Holy Spirit my edge. Y- y- y'all know about edges, right? You know, certain people take certain medications to give them the edge, certain drinks to give them the edge. And the Holy Spirit, he is my edge. And I don't know what you call him. I call him Holy Spirit too. But, but personalized. Can you personalize God's stuff? Okay, all right. That was real quiet. So, so we got a viewpoint on that. Uh, y- yes, sir. It, it might uh, make you uh, question other things that you, um, 
you know, that you held uh, okay. as, as a core issue and okay. not to start doubting yourself. Okay, I appreciate your honesty. Okay, what else? Anybody else? Purpose and direction. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yeah, I have an example. Okay, let's take it. Um, I thought that, you know, to get a job, I had to depend solely on my my own achievements. Okay. What I what I've done and what's on my resume. Okay. But that's not the case. Come on. And it, and then it helped me to see oh, oh well then what like uh, uh, Nicole was saying so deep it caused you to question other things mm -hmm. and so I was questioning well what else is there that I was trying to do on my own. Okay. That I don't have to depend on my own strength I can depend on God's strength. Glory, glory. Thanks, thanks for sharing. How we see God in the world. How do we see God in the world? God, why are you letting this happen? How come you didn't fix this? How, didn't, how come you didn't change this? But, but, but you know God is a, he doesn't force his way into things. If you don't want him, he'll leave. School system, what, what did he say? When were you praying? When we was in school, now, now I, I, I'm, I'll get ready to ask people, how old y'all you? But you're not supposed to ask a woman to age. But when we was in school, the biggest challenge we had was cheating. We didn't have nobody, you know, if you fought in, 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 in I'm 64, right, honey, 64? Okay, thank you, honey. All right, okay, All right, just check it, just check it. Okay, just check. So the biggest thing in our school, if we fought, it was over in the bathroom. You fought after you got beat. You know, y'all shook hands and, and went on from there. They, they didn't come back with no gun, no knife. You know, when, after it was over, you shook hands, you walked out of the bathroom, made sure the person who hit you even helped you take your blood off. Am I lying on anybody? And then you just walk on out. Teacher never knew what happened because everybody covered each other. Somebody stood by the door. You know what I'm saying? Tim, am I lying, man? But see, then they, they take God out of the school. Then what happened? Guns. And, and then when there was a fight, the fights went on, and then they're going to catch you after class. They're going to follow you home. They got a gang with them. It was supposed to be just between you and them. But when, when you say, God, you, we don't want you in the school, then that's the protection. That, that's values that were there. The teacher could correct you. Now the teachers, some of the teachers just stand back because they think about what's next steps. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Teaching is at an all-time low because they think about, man, am I coming, going to school, and will I be able to come home? But when you ask God to leave, he'll leave. I, I know I got spiritual and natural people here. Yes, ma'am, Mike, coming your way. I got spiritual and natural people here, so we're going to talk about both kinds, the spiritual values and the natural values. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Okay. Paddle. Okay. So he would preach to me first, and okay. then I would get my spanking and uh -huh. go back to class. There it is. <laughs> and then when you went home and said, "What? What happened? Did, did the mom or the dad go down and beat the, pra the, the the headmaster?" No, they knew about it. Yes, sir. How many of y'all got paddle on the hand? Okay. Some of y'all need to raise your hand because <laughs> I know based on saying you, yeah, you 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 were child. Yes, sir. And, and, and you know, your family, did, did the teacher talk to you when they spanked? I mean, they, they had, did you have to go to the headmaster or the principal? They couldn't do it in class. 
Yeah, private school. Okay, y'all see y'all here especially because the teacher that I was in the class with would pile your hand. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They, they tell everybody put your head down. And, and you know the people were looking. <laughs> you know the people were looking. <laughs> so let's talk about spiritual versus natural values. Spiritual values. Our relationship with God. Our relationship with His presence. And our relationship with His Word. Guys, when we accepted Christ, God came on the inside of us. He's not out there. He's in here. And, and, and I want you to get used to having that conversation with him. See, some people think about when you pray, you got to pray all day. Nothing wrong with praying all day. But sometimes you just need to talk. You, you just need to share. You just need to hear. You just need to listen. Because he's talking to us all the time. But his presence is on the inside of us. It's in our spirit. So... What we do, the things we do, if we recognize his presence never left us. What we say, the things that we say, if we recognize his presence was always with us. What we act the way we act. Because, see, sometimes we look around before we act up. We need to look on the inside. See, see what he's saying. See what he's feeling. You ever cried to him? You understand what I'm saying? Cried with him? Lord, that thing hurt me. I want to talk to you about it. And see, the thing I love about, about my father, if it's okay for me talking about my father, is that he don't condemn us. He brings us to a place where we recognize our worth, see, because he has values. He takes us to a place where this is who you really are. Have you tried acting from that perspective? Or do you always act from hurt? How about acting from love? Now, I'm going to go a while on you in a minute. Y'all ready for it? Yes. Have you ever tried loving yourself through the situation instead of talking ugly to yourself? Y'all know what talking ugly means, right? You dummy. They said you would never melt anything. You wasn't no good then. You wouldn't not know any good now. It's always your fault. If you got better at what you, who you are, then this wouldn't have happened. But what about loving yourself? You can ask God, help me to love myself. Help me to enter into that relationship because you with me. Now, now, he ain't bring hate with him. He ain't bring condemnation with him. I mean, that's who's living on the inside of us. He didn't bring those things with him because he loves us to life. He patient with us. He wants us to see ourselves the way he sees us. His word, when we talk about his word, and when we, I mean, I'm just talking about spiritual values. When do we talk about his word? I mean, put ourselves in his word. I'm not talking about, you know, can we quick talk about the word to others? Am I lying on anybody? That was real quiet, but that's all right. I mean, when was the last time you told yourself the word? When was the last time you used the, his word to speak over your situation? Father, your word says. And see, when you, we personalize the word, we don't get to say the whole thing because by the time we start to say it, his presence is manifest because it gets bigger. How many of y'all like to hear somebody say something you shared with them? See, y'all trying to act a pride list, okay? And, and what happens is when you quote his word, his boldness come up on the inside of you. And you start to feel a sense of peace. And you want, well, if I had known it would have worked like that, I would have said it a, a while ago. But his presence, guys. Get to the point where his presence is. You are aware of that before anything else. Now, let's go natural. Look like y'all want to hear natural stuff. Am I lying on anybody? <laughs> natural. 
influenced by our society. Society tells us how we ought to dress, what we ought to leak out. Now, understand what I'm saying? Watch my hands. What we ought to leak out. What should be shown? How, 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 how up it's supposed to go? What you can see? What you can see through? <laughs> our society tells us how we, we're supposed to raise our children, but I, I, I didn't see that in Scripture. Because my Bible, I don't know about your Bible, but my Bible says if you don't spank your child, you don't love her. The Bible didn't say if you don't abuse your child, you don't love her. It says if you don't spank your child. I know I was loved. <laughs> Madeline and Tim know. See, we got spanking in lines. Y'all, y'all ever hear the line? You hear the spanking line? Raise your hand if you hear the spanking line. Okay, see, see, look over on this side. This, this innocent side over here. Yeah. And see, the part I loved about it was, you know, you, you got time to get your stuff together. Because you know it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> so, so dad started with the, the, the oldest and came down to the youngest. And see, our hope was, I, I remember mom saying to, to, to her husband, she said, honey, you look like you spanked that child more. That, that's what she said, Miss Lee. It looked like you spanked that child more than you did the other child. He said, no, honey, I counted every lick. Everybody got the same lick. See, we had one sister who was special. So since she was like number four, what she did was she tried to put the phone book in her butt, you know, in, 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 in a, that protect herself. He just said, take it out, take it out. And the thing about getting the spanking, they told you their core values when they're spanking you. Did, did your parents ever talk to you when they're spanking? Yeah. See, once again, this side, y'all parents didn't talk to y'all. They didn't say that to you. Okay. I told you. I'm not listening because I'm trying to survive. You know? <laughs> but see, culture comes and says, no, um, put Johnny in the corner. I don't see no corners in the Bible. <laughs> Johnny needs to be corrected, but in a different way. Now, now can I say something with you? I, I mean, I, I just feel free. Y'all know what I'm saying? Don't come up to me and try to correct me about this thing, okay? I'm just telling you what the words say. And, and, and you know, it's like, if what you're doing is working, continue to do it. Okay? If not spending your child working and your child is doing good and so forth and so on, have it your way. Who, who, who say that? They don't say it no more. Then. Burger King. They used to say it. Now I don't hear them saying no more. Might come your way. I'm just backing up what you said. I got a spanking like every single day. Okay. But I could take the spanking, then uh -huh. I can go on about my business. Okay. But I told my mom and dad after I grew up. Oh, what happened? If they would have told me I couldn't go outside, I would have behaved like an angel because I needed the freedom to go outside and play. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So for okay. me, the, I don't feel like the spankings work. Maybe later on. You gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Business, okay. But they would have said, you can't go outside. Okay. That would have shut me down. Over. Yeah. Okay, appreciate y'all. She kept that secret too, this. That's her. <laughs> she, she told me she left the house about the spank about outside. <laughs> Not your values. Tell you about how to bring your child up. I wish Madeline, Tim, or I tried to tell our parents that we're not going to church this morning. We wouldn't be here in this life. I mean, we partied like, what, what is it? What, uh, uh, what, 
1999. See, I knew it was a test. You saw how I did it, honey. I, I paused just to see whether they were going to fill it in. Y'all filled it in. See, y'all wild too. Y'all wild too. I mean, we parted. You know, I came in at four. Well, I'm, I'm going I'm to be honest. I came in at five. Tim, Tim, what kind of you come in? 430. About 4.30. All right. Madeline, now hold on. Watch what Madeline going to say. Oh, she came in at two. Okay. <laughs> but Sunday morning, they have say nothing about church. That's all. I mean, we look rough, though. We look rough. <laughs> and then it was this part of church where if you sit underneath the balcony, they had the less light over at the balcony. So all the party crew sat over there. Tamika, that's where we sat. Because, see, you know, and they fought to see who was going to be on the end, where the aisle is. Because, see, you couldn't go to sleep if you're on the end. So you made sure you sat in the middle or far left. And then you had a partner that would hit you, Miss Lee. You know, somebody, the usher just walked by, boom. So you hit them. You wake them up. But we went to church. Now children tell their parents, no, I don't feel like going. Why I got to go? Okay? Your personal experiences. We're talking about core, core values in the natural realm. What are they like? What's your personal experience? You judge everything based off what happened to you. Could it be different? Can it change? Can you change? Can they change? Can life change? All right, so... We get into, so when I say six, that means it's, it's how many? We're just going to deal with one day. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go over to six. Worship only God. See, society is not telling them about that. They, they, they say there's many ways to God, but God said he's the only way. He's the only truth. He's the only light. The second value is faith. We're going to talk about how to use faith. Because we want to create these things as values that we operate from. The first place we go to, like core values. The first place we go to. We want to talk about hope. Because hope and faith work together. We want to talk about love. And, and, and y'all know if we're going to talk about love, y'all know what else in there. Huh? Huh? <laughs> My favorite one. See? Forgiveness. See, if people start to see forgiveness is your way to live, but not just exist, to live. Because every day, somebody might say something special. So if you load that up with your life, you walking around. Remember the times, and even here, that I asked, and we did a competition, see who was in unforgiveness the longest. People boasted about that thing, 45 years. The person you're angry with, dead. You still, a day in glory, and you catching hell. Because you're still playing a song. You're still playing what they said to you. There's no peace in that. But, but we're going to talk about forgiveness. I, I know that's y'all's favorite subject. Y'all love y'all, Pastor, because you talk about forgiveness. So that's five. We got one more. What do y'all think the next one is? Drum roll. Stewardship. That's letting you know you don't own anything. It belongs to God. The reason why you got it is because you were in God. So those are the six values that we are going to re-examine, re rebuild, live out of. Amen? All right, let's see. Worship only God. What, 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 what do you think I mean? Worship only God. I mean, only is a key in there, but what, what do you think it is? Worship only God. 
Okay. All right. Well, let me just keep going. According to Matthew chapter 4, verse 10, and the Amplified says, Then Jesus, now remember when Satan tried to take Jesus up for 40 days, Jesus is in the wilderness. And Satan comes to him and said, Okay, do this. Do this. If you, you worship me, I'll give you this. Then Jesus said to him, Go away, Satan. Now remember one of the values we're going to have, we're going to talk about is your, your faith. Faith is a combination of words, actions, and beliefs. So how can we tell what Jesus was thinking? Because he said it. When, you, when the situation comes at you, you can tell it where to go. Don't spend your time cussing at it. Tell it where to go. Tell it to leave now. It has no right nor authority. Then, then Jesus said, go away, Satan, for it is written. And forever remains written. Guys, and when we speak a word, now, now I, this is for mature people. I'm hoping the people I'm talking to are mature. We can speak a negative word that is forever. Unless we change that word, that word is the last thing that our spirit man heard or our spirit woman heard, and it says that's what they want in their life. If you say, I never mounted anything, unless you change that word, that word is real in your life. I never be able to keep a job. That word, unless you changed it, you won't keep a job. I always get mistreated. Unless you, what's that word in there? Always. So if we, as we talk about God on the inside of us, getting sensitive to His presence, we'll start watching what we say. And I'm giving you permission to ask yourself: Y'all ready for this? Give everybody there. Is that really what I want to happen? What I say, and, and, and write it down. When you say something, Father, I thank you in advance that the Holy Spirit is present. He's here. When we say something that we shouldn't say, or we say something that we don't want to come to pass in our life, would you mind reminding us at that moment and, 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 and let us know, is that really what you want to happen? And, and when you see that and you start to evaluate yourself with the word you spoke, you'll start to change stuff. Because, see, if you say that word and you left it and you don't replace it, same way you need to replace your thoughts, then what's going to happen is that's the word that's been driven. Your goodness and your mercy, your angels that follow you all the days of your life, they got to step back. They can follow you, but they can't stop it because what word did you put out? How you want it to be. I'm talking to some people. I'm talking to people on social media. Change your words. Then it goes on to say, Jesus said, it is written and forever remains written. You shall worship the Lord, your God, and serve him only. Who are we supposed to worship? Now, I'm going to get in your business about what that looks like because people get real nervous about worship. Real nervous. All right, so listen. So the word worship is to focus on who God is. Who is God? What he's done for you lately. He allowed you to breathe. You're eating. You're sleeping. You're walking. You're talking. You're living somewhere. You're driving something. You got peace in the midst of certain situations. Peace came so quick, you didn't even know what it looked like. Because some of us have in, in, been in situations where they don't know what peace looks like. Have anybody here had to tell you that not as bad as it looked and, and you didn't smack them? <laughs> you know, because we, we want to live where we are instead of where he wants us. See, that next step could be your peace. That next step could be your victory. That next step could be your life. That next step could be your joy. But no, I want to stay right here. I like it like this. 
So when we talk about worship, we're talking about who God is. Who is God to you? I'm asking a real question. So my guys, y'all be ready. Who, who is God to you? I got one here. My protector and my peace. My protector and peace. I got one coming this way. Who is God to you? Is he your rest? Who, who is it, Nicole? He's my father. He's my father, okay? Your life and my breath. And your life and your breath, okay? All right, appreciate it. Anybody else? I got one in the back. Provider. Provider. Say it in the mic. Provider. Provider. Now, according to, to who God is to... Go, go ahead. He's my everything. My everything. There it is. Yes, sir. I did over with Tim. He's my everything. My everything. So, so is a lot encompassing that? Yeah. Is everything too big for God? <laughs> Come on, man. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Who, who is it? Somebody in the back. Yes, ma'am. Eternal life. Eternal life. So you'll live and never die. Come on now. He's my friend. He's my friend. Okay, okay, awesome. Anybody got it? Yes, ma'am. Got two more? Dale, what you got? He's my savior. He's my savior. Okay, he saves me. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> he's all, he's, a, he's everything. He's I everything. There is nothing else beside him. He's everything. There's nobody else to compare with that. I got one in the back. What we got? Online. Online, what does the online say? She said, God is my peace. God is my peace. Say it, say it in the mic, please. Thank you. She said, God is my peace. God is my peace. So whoever you see God is, that's who he is to you. You follow me? If God is my everything, then he's, he's there. If he's my peace, he's there. He's there. If he's my rest, if he's my victory. Let's see. So we're still talking about worship. Because a lot of people think just worship is this. You know, you're in the worship service and you lift your hands up. But what has he done? See, we're talking about who he is. Now we're talking about what he's done. And this is a real, real question. He's kept me. I, I'm going to just say it out loud, Ed and, and Meredith. He kept me. And what else? Saved my life. Saved my life. Brought me through. Provided for me. Healed, healed me. Gave me wisdom. And see, he gives you stuff when you need it. Y'all understand that, right? <laughs> you got to make a decision. He's there. Protect me. Protect me. Counselor. Counselor. Gave me a good life. Place good people around me. Because you know what the other people were like, right? <laughs> Anybody were glad to get rid of that team? They would. <laughs> <laughs> and then, see, when cell phones came out, you could see who people were when they called. No, nah, not, not that team. <laughs> when we worship God, and he say only God, you got to find out who he is, what he's done, and how we live in him. Do you know how we live in him? We just do what he say. Listen to what he's saying to us. Spend time with him. See, see when, when I see God, this is just me. This is my, my God issue. I just see him as that, that person. That remember years ago, I told y'all this, and some of y'all got excellent memories. Y'all don't forget anything about that little boy sitting on the porch and his father was sitting behind him. You, you know how you sit in between your father's legs? And the mailman came. See, I had a lot of bills. Right, honey? We had a lot of bills. Debt-free now, though, because we just kept on giving it to God. So dad was sitting behind me, but it wasn't my father. It was my spiritual father. It was God of gods. 
and he's sitting behind me, and I'm playing with, see, see, we, in our time, see, I'm talking about my age. Y'all know what a Tonka Troy is? Port, I know you know what a Tonka Troy is. Them, them things last forever. And, and uh, somebody gave my niece one, Sonya, gave Sonya, and it brought this big and about that long. And see, we lived up on a hill. People wonder why I can cycle up hill, because we lived on a hill. And, and what happened is, you know, we thought it strange that a father would give a daughter a Tonka truck. So that wasn't an issue for us, because we were glad she didn't like it. <laughs> we got up on the hill, and we took turns. No, some of us didn't ride, but I ain't called no names. But we took turns, and we would get on that thing, lift our feet up, and just go down that hill. Ooh. <laughs> we just enjoy that thing. But I'm telling you guys, what is he to you? How do you live in him? Never hit an accident, nobody ever get hurt. Oh, you needed brakes? We just use our feet. That was it. Now, we explained tomorrow why our stuff was messed up. Why the shoes went out before the time. But what is he to you? How do you live in him? He wants us to have fun. I mean, why, why we think God don't like us to have fun? Because fun is in there. I mean, when he made us, he had fun. But worship. Worship only God. Now, now, let me talk about abiding in him, because we, we want to get this word straight, abiding in him. Now, in the Hebrew, Old Testament written in Hebrew, New Testament written in Greek. In the Hebrews, I looked up the word abiding in, and it says to dwell. Now, to dwell means you just don't hang out and leave. You hang out and stay. You, don't, you, you are right there in that situation. He's the person you're going to. He's the person that you're hanging out with. You dwell. You live there. You sit there. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got to go back to the man on the step. That, that, that's where it was with the truck. The truck. Amen? Okay, let me. See, I'm, I'm, I'm abiding in him. He said, remember that story? I said, yeah. Okay, so let me tell it. <laughs> so I'm sitting on the step, and I'm playing with the Tonka truck. I'm going back and forth like this. Because, see, we made Sam with our trucks. Y'all make any sound with y'all, Chuck? Tim, did we make sound? Oh, yeah. Dale, did you make sound with y'all? Yep. And so the mailman coming up. And see, the mailman got a lot of mail. Y'all say a lot of mail. Because, you know, when they reach that bag, and, and, you know, if there's only one or two mail, you know, you, you, his, his hand's going to be like this. He reached in the bag, ass was like this. He reached in, and he handed it to me. And as I'm reaching forward, God said, hand it to me. So I took that this big thing of mail, and I just reached back and handed it to him. You know what he told me? He said, son, continue to play. I got this. See, that's what I'm talking about, abiding and dwelling with him. We can hand stuff over to him. And I just handed it over. And me and that truck just kept on going. Dad didn't tell me it was time to stop. He was doing what he did while he let me do what I do. See, God wants us to play sometimes. Anybody think you can't play while you ain't God? You can't play games. You can't enjoy. I mean, people get balanced sometimes when, when, when they lose it, though. Everything cool until they, they start losing, especially if you're at your, their house. Anybody, am I lying on anybody? You know, they find a reason why you got to leave. <laughs> but when you abide in him, you can just sit with him. And, and see, this is the thing I love about God, abiding in God. You ain't got to say nothing. Have you ever tried sitting with God and just listen? 
Because we like to talk. Any talkers is the house. We like to talk. But when you sit with him and you abide with him, you ain't got to say nothing. That's what I found out when, when Curly and I started dating. You know, I'm looking at you in the car with me. It's a two-hour drive. We don't be talking. Then Curly do like this. <laughs> she look out the window. <laughs> she look out the window. And, and, and then see, you know, I had to learn. How many of y'all got to learn? <laughs> I said, sweetie, what are you thinking about? <laughs> she said, I'm just looking out the window. What was that answer? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Nicole said it. <laughs> Nicole, you had that happen to you. But, but I, I, just looking out the window. So now when we get in the car, I don't, I don't you know. She left alone. She, she's looking out the window. She don't go to sleep, though. You can drive five hours and she don't go to sleep. I sit over there in two minutes. I'm <laughs> but I'm talking about when you're with God, you can sleep with him. Y'all know what I'm saying? You can just chill out. You ain't got to say nothing. You ain't got to ask any questions. You inhabit. Inhabit is to live with, to operate from, to talk to, to be quiet. See, a lot of times when we're in his presence, just listen. Because he's going to, oh, let me put it like this. If he already know what we're thinking before we think and before we say it, then just listen to what he's saying. And you remain there. You stay there. Have you ever been with, y'all ready for it? Ready to me? Have you ever been with somebody you feel comfortable with? When you're with them, you feel better. You think better. You rest better. Y'all can be quiet. Y'all haven't seen each other in a while, but when you get together, it's like you never miss a beat. What would it look like if we started abiding in him? Where we can just be with him, and he has the answer to every problem that we're getting ready to ask about. And see, when he tells us to be still and know that I'm God, that's his way of saying, you're thinking too much. I'll tell you what to think. I'll tell you when to think. Because I'm already working this situation out for you good. But you've been in the way. Uh-oh. You've been in the way. Because we're so used to telling everybody else what to do, we try to tell God what to do. <laughs> Y'all doing all right? So what's the impact of a Biden? If I say this is a good thing, then what's the impact? You get to live. But I'm talking about living better than how you lived in the past. I'm talking about living better than how you lived just an hour ago. What is it like to not have to know everything, to do everything, to be it, oh, to be everything? The impact of abiding is we get you just to wait. Now, that's a cuss word. <laughs> who, who wants to wait? Nobody. Nobody. Okay, see, see, they got live over here. Okay. Who, 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 who wants to wait? After all that we've done, all these seeds we done planted, all this school we took, all these forgiveness we have done, <laughs> I'm going to call them out. <laughs> Who wants to wait? If I did all this, then I want it now. They don't even do, do him no more, R.J. Tilly. He on us somewhere? Okay. You had not seen it in a while? The impact of abiding. We get to listen. Try that, for example. Next time you're interacting with somebody, listen all the way through. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Listen to the whole story <laughs> instead of interjecting. And, and, and see, the worst thing you can say, y'all ready for? Well, that happened to me too. Why, why, why we say that? 
It ain't as bad as you thought. They don't want to hear that. Just listen to him. Be in his presence. Just listen. Yeah, see, see, this is the part about how I like how God works. See, we listen, then we can talk. You can talk then. But listen first. You got to get the whole scoop. He's telling you how to walk in victory, how to talk in victory, how to listen in victory. Because a lot of times you don't need to say something. But when it is time, make sure you say what he told you to say. The way he told you to say it. Don't get spiritual on people. Y'all understand? <laughs> now understand what I mean about being spiritual, right? And while you're abiding in him, you can think. But you can think clearly. See, a, a lot of us can do some thinking, but do we think clearly? Because he has answers to our thoughts. Oh, I, I love that part right here. Abiding in him produces growth. Are you the same person you was a year ago? Six months ago? Are you? And see that rest part right there? See that rest part? What is it about us hating to go to bed at a certain time? You go to bed at 9 o'clock. What's wrong with going to bed at 9 o'clock? Huh? It's it restrictive? Okay. Talk to me. Might come your way. Restrictive. How come we don't go to bed early? Nine o'clock. Huh? Why is it restricted? I think it's harder to consider like the benefits of it because uh-huh. you feel like I'm grown now. You know, you spend most of your life, uh-huh. at least the first quarter, with people telling you what to do and okay. what time to do it. Okay, gotcha. So okay. now you're at a place you're like, I'm just gonna, and then you realize. What they were telling you actually did work. You do need to go to bed early. Okay. You need to wake up early. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Which is uh, difficult. Okay, I appreciate your answer. They made me hit. I mean, I had to go to bed because they told me. Now I can stay up as late as I want. <laughs> and then you don't realize but why you're trying to stay up. You sleep. Anybody ever woke up watching this movie, watch them? You don't know what you missed. You thank God for rewind because you done missed the thing. Yes, sir. Yeah, when I was young, I always thought I was going to be missing something. Okay. And I still kind of like that now. Oh, you still feel like? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I remember. Can, can I tell you what I remember? I remember that little boy. And they were getting ready to land on the moon. The first landing on the moon. The dude gets on the moon. And he's starting to walk, walk off the steps of the lunar module. See how I still remember that thing. And it's time for me to go to bed. We, we had to go to bed at 9 o'clock. Now, man, I don't know what time you went to bed. No, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and what happened was this. Faith, this is what happened. The dude is coming down the steps. He got one more step and he's putting his foot on the move. And they say, Paul, you know, you, you better get to bed. And you know, we had to go up a set of steps. And see, the TV was right there. So I'm trying to look back like this. And I get caught because mom was over here. And when they call you boy, you're in trouble. Boy, if you don't get up them steps. And I mean, the man would just one more step and he would have made it, man. And something's not like that. You don't want to see it the next day. You want to see it then. But I took my body up to the bed. <laughs> but abiding in him, guys. So let's look at this scripture. Philippians chapter 4, verse 9. And, and I left some parts out because, see, y'all get used to the other parts. I always talk about that one. If you think on these things. So, I, so I, see, see, I got to work with who I got. <laughs> <laughs> Philippians chapter 4 verse 9 said now I'm talking about I gave you these steps about what happens when you abide the impact of abiding now let me tell you what else happens the things which you have learned and received and heard and seen in me practice
practice these things. In what kind of life? And the God who is the source of peace and well-being will be with you. So that's what happens when you abide in him. That's what happens when you live in him. He is the source of every situation and circumstance that we find ourselves in. So y'all know I always got a question for you. Y'all ready for the question? How has our values enhanced or hindered our lives? And the floor is open. How has it? Had it helped us? Had it made us better? Had it made us worse? Would we be willing to acknowledge that? It's a real question. Good question. I like the question. (laughs) (laughs) I know what I was and I know what I am now. And now it's better. Because see, it's a lot of stuff you ain't got to figure out. So when you got core values and I'm talking about forgiveness, man, you're so quick to forgive, you don't think about how bad they hurt you. Because you know what happened the last time you forgave. Victory came, peace came, rest came. See, I don't have to see your downfall. I just have to make sure that I'm walking in forgiveness. And I'm not praying for something bad to happen. When you forgive, man, you're just like, but forgiveness always comes back to you. Father, thank you for the healing that you desire to give me. Because I gave you my emotions, and now I have that peace again. I have that rest again. I have that victory again. Might come your way. So I'm telling you, so how has our values enhanced or hindered our lives? Um, I had a core value that hindered my life that I thought God, you know the scripture where they say he looks high and sees low. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I always envision him pre-Pastor Morgan. Okay. I always envision him on the throne, on the throne far okay. away, okay. up high, uh-huh. watching over, okay. checking to see, did you get it right? Did okay. you do it right? But just distant. Gotcha. Okay. And so I never really envisioned him being a father who was close and would sit in my mess with me. Come on now, come and, on. <laughs> and hold my hand and say, okay. I, yeah. I see what you're doing, uh-huh. but I got something better for you. Gotcha. Okay. Appreciate your honesty. Thanks for sharing. Got one over here with you in the mess, but I got something better for you. I want to say that my Kobe uh, was the exact same thing that Nicole okay. had. Okay. Appreciate your honesty. See? Yeah. Okay. It, it, it's right. ridic- it, it, you know, it was based on my father being like silent. Uh-huh. Always okay. saw my father is like being there, but he never talked to me. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, the same Kobe. Okay. Okay. I appreciate your honesty. Follow that leg. Follow that left leg. See what it's saying. While you were talking, your leg kept doing like that. Just ask Holy Spirit what it meant. Yes, sir. Um, I don't. I'm trying to come up with the best way to say it. Just say it. Um, I am dealing with um, my core value, a lot of it being condemnation. Uh-huh, okay. But I, the best way I can explain it is because, best way I can explain it is it's just some things that I didn't learn properly because gotcha. I've spent so much time, like Nicole said, pre-Pastor okay. Morgan, okay, okay. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, so many things that I did not learn correctly. Okay. And so a, a lot of my, I guess, core value, it's that it's a condemning voice that okay, I gotcha. think that before I thought was the Lord, but that was just how I understood. Gotcha. Okay. Appreciate your answer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So one of my core values is, is actually forgiveness. And I think it was built in from our mom because she would be like, you know, that's not the real person. They fighting to get out. Pray okay. for them. Don't hold a grudge, all that stuff. So 
I can forgive people really easy. Don't hold a grudge. Okay. And then I want you to be my friend. Like, I could get in a fight with you. Okay. And I'm over it in like 10 minutes and be like, can you be my friend now? And the people don't like me no more. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so sometimes it works for me where, because I get over stuff really quick. Uh, okay. But then I, I'll forgive the person and maybe I should have forgave him, but I should have set a boundary to get gotcha. away from okay. him. Gotcha. Okay. Or I'll want the person to be my friend again. Uh-huh. And they don't want to. Okay. Like, Appreciate y'all. Well, I tell y'all, y'all getting there today. Well, what you got, Wayne? You hear anything? It just like confirmed a lot of stuff that I was thinking about all oh. my Okay. Yeah. Okay. It I just see really it hit me. Okay. Uh, everything that I was, uh, my uh, core values. Okay. Um, it, ju- it just hit me. It just hit you. Yeah, okay. It just hit me. Yeah, okay. That's really true. It explains a lot. Okay. Appreciate your honesty. Yes, ma'am. So, this is kind of a comment, but it's going to answer this too. Um, I think my core values have enhanced my life. But as you were talking about forgiveness, it just kind of hit me like, you know, early on in my salvation life, I understood that I need to guard my heart. Okay. We had a um, class here yesterday, and at the end, we said the cleansing prayer. Okay, gotcha. Okay, awesome. So, you know, I'll watch a movie or a video and not like the way it makes me feel. And I mean, I'll bring out that cleansing prayer in a heartbeat. Okay, glory. Okay. Why do I wait to bring out the forgiveness prayer? I mean, weeks and mm-hmm. weeks mm-hmm. and weeks. Mm-hmm. So, I need to incorporate that part. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, a lot of times, guys, the reason why we wait is because we are used to being where we are. It, 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 it's sort of like it's predictable, but but now I got to trust God, and if I give this to God, then I don't have those feelings anymore. So, I'm used to being the way I... I'm. Okay, let me rephrase it. I'm used to the pain. I'm used to... I know exactly what I'm going to get if I stay here. But I don't know what I get if I go there. But there is where abiding is. There is where the peace is. There is where the rest is. So I'm so used to getting the pain that I don't know what victory feels like, what rest feels like. I'm serious. I mean, that's why some people will continue to go to the restaurant that they don't like. It's predictable. One restaurant I really liked. It was right up the street from the church. When a company went out of business, let's just say the chicken got different. (laughs) Y'all understand what I'm saying? The chicken got different. I'm used to the chicken where the the drum is about this size. Y'all see that? When I went there and I got a chicken this size, that drum, (laughs) that drum, drum, yeah, drumette. It looked like this. See, to me, that was pain. I'm eating a, eating a piece of chicken at 12 o'clock. Now, I got to be here till 9 at, at night. I would get that chicken that, as a meal, but it would last me because I eat it, eat it at lunch at 12. Then I eat again at 3 to take me the rest of the day. Well, with that chicken? See, to me, that was pain. So pain says, don't go back to where you was. I don't go there no more. I found me a different place. So sometimes, you know, we'll continue to go there, although we're not satisfied, because that's what we're used to. But when we're abiding, we're going to go different places. Amen? <laughs> well, I got real with y'all today, but that chicken, I'm, I'm telling you, don't ask me who it was. 
<laughs> so I just want to share with you guys. We, we, we got to reflect on God's character. What I mean by reflect, that means just sit down and be quiet and just listen. And see, anything you want to know, just ask the Holy Spirit. And you can have that conversation, Holy Spirit. I'm minding my own business. I see Wayne's leg move. That wasn't me. That was him. He don't let none. See, his whole thing is he likes to bring healing to us. That's what he wants to do. See, you ain't got to worry about when I call on your name to share something up here. You ain't got to worry about it. Because, see, can I tell you what happened? Now, now you let me know how far I can go. I'm good right here. So let's say you're coming from this side, and he don't give you the word to say until you get to here. When you're getting ready to step in here, that's when you're going to get all the information because you abide it in. He don't have to tell you way over there because you don't need it then. See, when you step up here and you think you're going to say your words, that's when his words going to come out. So he never leaves us comfortless. You, you think you're going to get up here and sing? Candace, she gets up here. She knows what she didn't practice, practice during the week. And then it don't come out the way she thought it was going to come out. Because when does he give her divorce? So see, don't be so concerned about how you're going to look. Because you're going to make sure you look good. So you just don't know when you're going to cry. But you're going to look good. <laughs> Freedom has a cost. And it's called being vulnerable and exposed. See, he wants us to expose ourselves. So that people can see, we didn't do what he did. We didn't say it, he said it. We didn't sing it, he sung. Glory to God, I'm excited. See, see, that's not in the plan. Poor, I didn't even write that in the notes. But I'm telling you guys, when we abide in him, we think, we act, we talk, and we do different than any way we've ever done. Amen? Amen. So it's salvation time and then giving time. Mr. Porter, would you mind coming on up? talk about something. There we go. Everything that Pastor shared was important, but we're going to talk about something that has the utmost importance, and that's salvation. And I've always heard salvation uh, talked about in the context of, do you know where you'll go when you die? And obviously, that's a very important thing. But a lot of what we talked about today was, are you going to have help while you're here? Uh, do you have somebody that you can abide in, somebody that you can confide in, and ask questions, and not only ask questions, but receive the answers. So this is much more than just uh, what I used to hear it called as fire insurance, um, because obviously we want to spend eternity with God uh, and not the alternative. But God's laid out a very clear roadmap for how we can obtain salvation. And uh, I'll steal what my buddy Corey said, uh, the ABCs. Accept that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Believe that God sent him to die for our sins and that he raised from the dead after three days and confess our sins to him. And hopefully everybody in this room is already saved. But even if you're not, uh, we're going to pray together uh, in unison here in a moment. And everybody that's online has the opportunity to do this too. 
And there may be people here that you've prayed this prayer before, but as you've been listening, as you've been talking to God, you might realize, hey, I'm, I'm not where I want to be, and I want to rededicate my life to God so that I can have someone to abide in, that I can have someone to answer all of my questions and not make life so hard. Why would we make it so hard? It doesn't have to be that difficult. So we'll all pray now together. Um, if you would just follow along with me. Father, in Jesus' name, I acknowledge that you are my Lord and Savior. I know that you sent your son to die for me and that he was raised from the dead after three days. I confess my sin to you and I ask you to come into my heart now and to be Lord of my life. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, ChosenRVA.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.